Jamaica Tourism, Recovering Faster, Stronger and Better. Today Jamaica Tourism Minister Han. Edmund Bartlett presented the closing sectoral debate for fiscal year 2021-2022 at Gordon House in Kingston, Jamaica, on June 15, 2021. The theme was Recovering Faster, Stronger and Better. Presentations and discussions were robust at the sectoral debate indicating Jamaica democracy is very much alive and well. The government of Jamaica continues to steer the ship of state through the ravages of the COVID-19 pandemic. The coronavirus pandemic has had a profoundly negative impact on the country, which lost just over 1,000 lives. Introduction Madam Speaker, my task and my honor, today, is to close the sectoral debate for fiscal year 2021-2022. I think we will agree that the presentations and discussions have been robust and that our democracy is very much alive and well. Madam Speaker, on behalf of the government, I wish to thank all our parliamentary colleagues for their contributions to this year's debate. These are extraordinary times, Madam Speaker, as this government continues to steer the ship of state through the ravages of the COVID-19 pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic, also known as the coronavirus pandemic, is caused by severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2, SARS-CoV-2. The virus was first identified in December 2019 in Wuhan, China. The World Health Organization declared a public health emergency of international concern regarding COVID-19 on January 30, 2020, and later declared a pandemic on March 11, 2020. As of June 10, 2021, more than 174 million cases have been confirmed, with more than 3.75 million confirmed deaths attributed to COVID-19 making it one of the deadliest pandemics in history. Madam Speaker, as the Prime Minister pointed out, the COVID-19 pandemic has had a profoundly negative impact on our country. We have lost just over 1,000 lives. Every life lost is one too many, and I offer deepest condolences to all families, friends and colleagues who have lost loved ones. The pandemic and the measures designed to tackle it have had dramatic effects on economic activity. The Planning Institute of J-A-M-A-I-C-A-apostrophe-S, Piage, projections are that the economy contracted by approximately 10.2% for the calendar year 2020 and 12% for fiscal year ending March 31, 2021. This is the largest annual decline on record and was the first annual contraction since 2012. The economic decline in 2020-21 was driven by a massive 70% contraction in our tourist industry. The pandemic has decimated our foreign exchange inflows from tourism which are projected to fall by 74% or US $2.5 billion in 2020-21. Again, this level of fallout is unprecedented in our history. Madam Speaker, after performing phenomenally well on this Prime Minister Andrew Holness-led administration's 2016 manifesto, we followed up with a 2020 manifesto, setting out a clear way forward as we continued to battle the pandemic. Madam Speaker we are keen on recovering stronger, faster and better. We are committed to ensuring an accountable government that promotes unity and partnership while faithfully serving all Jamaicans. Madam Speaker, our focus is on the following, 1. Recovering stronger ensuring that our economic output is restored to pre-COVID levels in the shortest period of time and that our recovered economy is more diversified and even more resilient. Two. Ensuring that Jamaicans are working again at the same record levels or better, through a consistent and cross-cutting drive for job creation with supporting elements of innovation, training and apprenticeship. 3. Transforming our education system, 
to provide our children with access to quality care, education and training so they all have the best start in life. 4. Building the safe, secure and just Jamaican society for which we all yearn. 5. Improving access to healthcare and promoting healthy lifestyles. 6. Investing in our people so they can realize their full potential. 7. Enabling and empowering all Jamaicans through the provision of national identification, access to the internet, and a more effective and simplified delivery of services using technology. 8. Supporting our most vulnerable by strengthening the social safety net. 9. Taking climate action locally and globally by promoting and implementing clean and green policies to secure sustainable development and a healthy environment for our future generations. In closing this debate, Madam Speaker, it is important that we recall and highlight some of the critical issues that were raised by respective parliamentary colleagues. Despite the pandemic, I'm happy to say the work goes on and we continue to be in full alignment with our manifesto commitments. Labor and Social Security. Madam Speaker, as we recover faster, stronger and better, we begin with the work of the Ministry of Labor and Social Security, which has a l l o c a t e d $800 million to implement the social pension program this fiscal year. The program is the first of its kind in Jamaica and is the largest social protection initiative to be implemented by the government since the introduction of PATH almost 20 years ago. The Honorable Minister of Labor and Social Security, Carl Samuda also announced that his ministry has a L-L-O-C-A-T-E-D $100 million for members of P-A-R-L-I-A-M-E-N-T-M-P's to provide greater assistance to their poorest and neediest constituents. Madam Speaker, we are happy to once again share that the National Insurance S-C-H-E-M-E-N-I-S also had an increase of $476.2 million as at February 28, 2021 moving from of NEGATIVE $245.06 million as at February 28, 2020. Economic Growth and Job Creation Madam Speaker, as we recover faster, stronger and better, Minister Without Portfolio in the Ministry of Economic Growth and Job Creation, Hun. Everald Warmington highlighted that the National Works AGNCY, NWA, is projecting to spend $4.7 billion this fiscal YEAR 2021-22 to undertake recurrent activities, which is a marginal increase over last year's budget OF $4.5 billion. These activities include emergency repairs to roads, river training activities, the cleaning of gullies, island-wide disaster mitigation, bridge development and construction, the maintenance of secondary roads as well as traffic management and control. Construction is also to commence on several projects during the 2021-22 financial year, which will provide approximately 400 acres of additional special economic ZONE, says, space at an estimated value of more than US $1.3 billion. We are also working to improve water supply to more than 150,000 residents at a cost of $8.8 billion. Under the project, being pursued through a water purchase A-G-R-E-E-M-E-N-T-W-P-A, among the National Water C-O-M-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-N-W-C, Vinci Construction Grand P-R-O-J-E-C-T-S, V-C-G-P, Epley L-I-M-I-T-E-D, Epley, and Jamaica Producers Group L-I-M-I-T-E-D, J-P, a water treatment plant will be established in Content, St. Catherine, 
which will deliver an additional 15 million gallons of water per day for customers in the corporate area as well as Portmore and Spanish Town in St. Catherine. Justice. Madam Speaker, the Honorable Justice Minister, Delroy Chuck in his presentation as we recover faster, stronger and better stated that the government is working to revise and modernize several pieces of key legislation during the 2021-22 fiscal year, they include the J-U-D-I-C-A-T-U-R-E, Parish Courts, Amendment, Act and J-U-D-I-C-A-T-U-R-E, Appellate Jurisdiction, Amendment, Act, to grant limited right of appeal to the prosecution. The Criminal RECORDS, Rehabilitation of Offenders, Act, which will expand the powers of the Criminal RECORDS, Rehabilitation of Offenders, Board to consider applications for expungement, and the Mediation Act. Madam Speaker, the advent of COVID-19 forced us to pivot and change the way the court system operated. We were very happy to update the country that all hearings from the Court of Appeal are now conducted remotely using video and teleconferencing and at the Supreme Court, bail hearings and mention matters were moved into the virtual space. This allowed for adherence to the necessary distancing protocols and resulted in greater convenience for court users and more efficient use of court resources. Attorney General's Chambers Madam Speaker, the Attorney General's Chambers continues to fast-track and streamline the processing of files on matters being handled through its General Legal Advice Division. Efforts are being made to address, in a timely manner, the backlog of matters pertaining to pension benefits, in general, and those for beneficiaries have deceased members of the security forces. Additionally, between February 1, 2020, and March 31, 2021, the Motor Vehicle Accident Backlog Project team successfully negotiated and settled matters that saw payments being made by the Ministry of Justice amounting to OVER $12 million. The Attorney General Marlene Malahuforte, in her presentation on April 28, also shared with the House that a cadre of paralegal officers has been created with the support of the Justice Training Institute. I note, with interest, the Ministry of Finance on the Public Services' recent approval of the organizational structure for the centralization of legal services. Industry, Investment, and Commerce. Madam Speaker, as we recover faster, stronger and better, we continue to recognize the critical and strategic role of the investment sector, led by Minister Audley Shaw, in the growth and development of our country. We further recognize that this sector needs all the support from the government in order to realize its potential and alleviate the impact of COVID-19 on the micro, small, and medium-sized E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E, MSME, sector. Through the Exim Bank, 444 loans valued at approximately J4.5 billion dollars were dispersed to some 100 MSMEs. Furthermore, over 60 of Exim's clients were provided with the opportunity to save their businesses through loan restructurings and payment holidays to the tune of J973 million dollars. The ministry has also EARMARKED $600 million to be transferred to the Exim Bank to provide financing for productive MSMEs during the 2021-2022 financial year. In response to the COVID-19 pandemic, support was provided to the business process outsourcing SECTOR, BPO, to allow for adjustments to business models, including the institution of work-from-home arrangements and meeting social distancing protocols. Madam Speaker, despite early job losses, with the support provided, the sector rebounded with Jampro facilitating the expansion of five companies with the potential to add 3,000 new BPO jobs to the sector.
In further support of the sector the investment ministry is moving ahead to implement the national five-year global digital services strategy that will see to the further expansion of this industry. The strategy aims to increase the sector's employment towards achieving 70,000 jobs by 2025, up from the current 40,000. We are also happy to announce that 11,000 new jobs were created in the financial year, up from the 6,500 reported in the sectoral presentation, and US $755 million in export sales were facilitated. Agriculture and Fisheries Madam Speaker, as we recover faster, stronger and better another very critical industry is agriculture. In fact, in 2020, Minister Floyd Green noted that the sector saw an 8.4% increase in export earnings valuing US $238 million, which is up from US $216 million in 2019. The agriculture sector also recorded the highest level of output last year with a growth of 1.2% for the period. The sector produced 697,679 tons in 2020, in comparison to 689,080 tons in 2019. The sector will soon benefit from more THA and $350 million in new investments that have been made by a number of business entities. These include a $250 million new agro-processing factory in Innswood, St. Catherine, by Shavit and a Minus $100 million a grow processing facility by Spurtree Spices Limited at the Holland Estate in St. Elizabeth. These investments are in addition to $15 billion by Caribbean Broilers to expand its poultry and related operations, Rainforest Seafoods opening of a newly built Bami making factory, Ciprod Limited's exportation of cassava flour, Salata Foods Jamaica Limited's production of turmeric and ginger tea, and B&D Trulling Limited's manufacturing of escovitch sauce. Madam Speaker, the government will be SPENDING $605 million this year to lay irrigation pipelines and strengthen capacity building initiatives within the agriculture sector. We have also allocated ANOTHER $300 million to dig wells in Parnassus in Clarendon. To further boost the capacity of the farmers and fishers of this critical sector, we have also allocated a sum of $1.02 billion under the Production Incentive Program for the 2021-22 financial year. This will be used to facilitate crop and livestock support, climate change adaptation and mitigation, infrastructure support, grant assistance agricultural promotions, buy-backed program and equipment. Education, Youth, and Information. Madam Speaker, it goes without saying that we cannot grow and advance our society without an educated and well-trained workforce. It was therefore very important for us to quickly implement measures that would ensure that no child gets left behind despite the challenges presented by the pandemic. It is against that background we note the plans and programs led by Minister Favel Williams at the Ministry of Education, Youth and Information as we recover faster, stronger and better, which include the creation of an online repository of lesson plans for teachers. This central repository of lesson plans will promote collaboration among teachers all across the education sector and make the sector more efficient. Introduction of Character Education, which seeks to instill good moral values in students. Provision OF $720 million to the Own Your Own DVICE, OYAD, initiative which grants students who do not benefit under the program for advancement through health and E-D-U-C-A-T-I-O-N path program the opportunity to access a $20,000 voucher to purchase a tablet laptop from an approved vendor. For the information portfolio, 
Our goal is to see the full implementation of the digital switchover from analog free-to-air television to fully digital free-to-air television. Approximately 83.7 PERCENT, 83.7% of Jamaicans still use analog free-to-air television service with very limited choices in terms of channels. Fully digital free-to-air television service will significantly improve the number of channels, thus allowing Jamaicans wider access to information. We have begun the process to transition and expect that by 2023 the process will be completed. Housing, Urban Renewal, E and V I R O and M E and T and climate change. Madam Speaker, as we recover faster, stronger and better, we also note the strides being made to make housing solutions accessible to more Jamaicans. We are still on target to provide 70,000 houses within the next five years, and we are working with developers to bring down the price point average of $5 million for a standard one-bedroom unit and $8 million for a two-bedroom unit. Minister Pernell Charles Jr. shared that there is also a need to not just build but to design the framework for a housing sector that is sustainable and resilient. Therefore, a comprehensive national housing policy will be placed before Parliament to address the complex housing challenges. Madam Speaker, 